Everybody and welcome to the Brainal Geekage Podcast, episode thirty-nine. My name is Joshua Cox. I am Brent Isdell, and uh, we're Brainal Geekage. Yes, we are. But I'm. T- <laughs> <laughs> you like how much thought went into that? I one? know, I know. That was, and we've had so much time to even think about it too. <laughs> we've been arguing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like you got here at. Like eleven thirty, and it's like one fifty now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> things things like that happen. Uh, you, you were showing me quite a bit of stuff in Minecraft. You yes, know, yeah, we kind of got. Uh, we were talking pre podcast information, and uh, our pre podcast research took entirely too long for how little we came up with. I know. <laughs> there's 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 things to talk about, but not anything relevant right now. Uh, you know what is relevant right now? Yeah. It's a nice shirt, Brent. I know. I like it. Uh, so what is relevant right now, Brent? Nothing. Well, shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, podcast over. Let's see. Let's go. Yeah, podcast over. That's it. <laughs> end, the, end of the show. Thank you for joining us, everybody. <laughs> Roll the music. Yeah, I, I would totally would, but... <laughs> uh, but no, man, we got... Got a couple of things, a couple of superhero-y things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right in the right in the front of the the lobes, cerebral, the brain lobes. Is that uh, is that the proper term? The brain lobes. That sounds right. Because you have lobes. There yeah. are definitely there definitely definitely. <laughs> there are definitely lobes. Yes. But are they it, just called brain lobes? I think so. Well, yeah, you just, you know, you hurt one of your brain lobes. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, that's why it's lobotomy is those are lobes. Right. Yeah. Right. Usually they have, you know, this is your frontal lobe. and this is, uh, yeah. <laughs> if, a do- <laughs> if a doctor ever came at me and, like, you have a condition, we need to fix your brain lobes. <laughs> <laughs> I think the way it goes is... I would have to do a double take. <laughs> I think the way it goes is the left and right are hemispheres, right. and then the front and back are lobes. Mm-hmm. I think. Don't don't quote me on that. I'd have to actually look it up, lobes. and I don't want to. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we're, 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 we're called brain leakage. I know, we you, should know more about brains. I know. We really should. Uh, <laughs> I know lobotomy. But, <laughs> but we had two movie trailers dropped this week. We had a new Wonder Woman trailer. We had a new Lego Batman trailer. Nah. And uh, on top of that, we have a superhero movie in crisis. Would you call it in crisis or just uh, not shaping up well, how it should be? Let's, w- talk, let's just talk about that first. Okay. We'll talk about Deadpool 2. I'm going to say that this may actually, in the long run, we may see that it's actually a good thing. That's what? my personal opinion, I, and, and it's not. There's no proof for it. It's just I feel that way, you know. Well, since the last episode of the podcast, Tim Miller, uh, who directed the fabulous and beloved Deadpool, uh, has departed mm-hmm. the Deadpool Two project, uh, citing creative differences with Ryan Reynolds. Yes, not only the star of the movie, but one of the producers mm-hmm. on the film, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, just here in this past week, Junkie XL, 
the composer from the first Deadpool movie has also exited the project. Now, is Junkie XL a group or a single individual? He's a dude. He's a dude. Okay. Does he have like a real name or is that just what he puts on things? That uh, You would know him more as Junkie. It's like, do you know the names of the guys in Daft Punk? I mean, I know I do just because I'm obsessively nerdy about I Daft Punk. I do not Punk, know but, their real name. Well, there you go. Okay. So who is Daft Punk, Brent? Uh, th- those two guys? You got Daft and Punk. <laughs> really? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I was just saying. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If you don't know their names, that's... The, yeah, you know... That was, it's those two guys. It's, it's like the old, you know, uh, have a cigar. You know, which one's pink? Yeah, yeah. None <laughs> of them. <laughs> but, uh... uh, So, yeah, man. New director. New composer. Like, f- any movie project that I've ever followed throughout history mm-hmm. has never, I would say, has never benefited from a change like that. Yeah. But it is also early enough into production that... Yeah, I don't think they've even started... wouldn't totally fuck things up. Yeah, I don't think they've started shooting. <clears throat> oh, no, not at all. Yeah. I think we're still in script area. Right, we're still in pre-production. And what it really comes down to is the producer's number one. I mean, and Ryan Reynolds is a producer on it. Mm. The script writer. If you got a good script, you got a good... You're going to have somebody come out there and try to do a good job. I mean, that's not 100%. I've seen some damn good scripts that I read afterwards and were like, how did this turn out to be such a bad movie? It happens. It does. Yeah, but usually a good script means a good movie. So if we've got, as long as we got a good script and good performances. Oh yeah, yeah. But direction does matter so much. Yeah, it does matter. It's not. It's not. It's, there's no. Uh, there's no way to even quantify it. It depends upon the movie too. You know. It, it really does. But I mean, so like, just thinking of an example off the top of my head, where you have a movie that was directed by this guy, yeah. and then they have a follow-up directed by another guy. Uh, you had Kick-Ass. Yeah. And then Kick-Ass 2. Uh, fuck me. Mark Miller didn't, uh, you know, he didn't continue. Fuck, am I saying the right guy? No. Matthew Vaughn. Okay, okay. Jesus Christ. How do you forget a name like Vaughn? That's a cool name. Look, man. uh, (laughs) Directors. I know. uh, (laughs) There's so many. There's so many. But uh, Matthew Vaughn didn't, you know, carry on with Kick-Ass. Right. And Kick-Ass 2 was a dramatically different film, uh, both critically and tonally. But then you take movies like Star Wars. Yeah, that's true. Where, I'm not talking about the prequels, but the original. The original trilogy. They they all came out to be different movies. (laughs) Yeah. They all turned out to be very different movies, but all very good. Yeah, but at the same time, though, with a movie like Deadpool, it's gotta it's gotta stay in that vein, you know. Whoever, what the hell is that? Train. Is that a train? That's the train. <laughs> Give it a minute. You want to just wait for the train? Mm-hmm. Waiting for the train. Fucking asshole train. Now we might keep it in. <laughs> it's interrupting the podcast with his horn. I'm really fucking sick of the goddamn train. Yeah. I think it's gone. 
I think it is too. <laughs> All right. I was going to cut that, but man, that was kind of funny. Nah, we'll, we'll still cut it. <laughs> probably. Probably. He, maybe. Probably not. Depends <laughs> upon how much time and effort I want to put into editing this thing. <laughs> Lazy bastard. Well, no, I've also got to re edit the other podcast. Oh, yeah, we should tell them about that. Um, yeah, the. the 38. It's a fucking train again. Episode 38 is a little bit late because uh, we're having some technical difficulties on the uploading side of things. We're probably going to split it into two parts and release it that way. 38 and 38.5. It went a little bit long. It was the uh, anniversary episode of the podcast. Yeah, it was. Um, have you been doing it that way, 38 and then like 38.5 or what? I'm just going to do 38 part one and 38 okay. part two. All right. I just like it be consistent, you know, with the where you've been doing it. I think the only time I did a point five or even proposed a point five was when we had the um, WrestleMania special. Oh yeah, and even that has ended up just becoming you know the Brainal Geek Itch podcast WrestleMania special. Oh okay, you know I've never actually listened to that one. Uh, that's because I still haven't officially finished it. Oh okay, yeah, because uh, I'm not. I'm that's like the only podcast I'm not in. Yeah, it's true. It's <laughs> true. Uh, and you know what I'm thinking. I have to finish it just to upload it. It's so irrelevant by now, but you know it still documents our coverage of WrestleMania. Yeah. But we're going to the Royal Rumble, too, and I'm half-ass tempted to do a podcast for the Royal Rumble, but at the same time, I kind of don't want to. Mm. See, I, I'm um, in the long run, I'm whenever things get to where we're doing more things with the band, Yeah. Uh, we, we do need to come with a B team for the podcast just in case. For the podcast. Yeah, for the podcast. But we do need to come up with a B team for the podcast. Yeah. We need more people. We yeah. Need, we need we uh, need a crew. See, I know that me and Nick could run the podcast, but uh, it's that whole... Me and Nick would get sidetracked too much. <laughs> and we got to do the podcast from a con. We still haven't done a podcast from a con yet. Yeah, no. We need to start doing some from some shows, too. Yeah, that's true, But too. we're going to have shows. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're working on that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, my concerns with Deadpool 2, though, going forward, is, is uh, obviously I would want I would want the movie to look and feel, you know, as good as the first movie. Felt. Yes, yes. Because the first movie was a very satisfying little film of Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. And, I, I can totally feel you there. And I don't want some new guy coming. But at the same time, with... What seems like kind of an overbearing role of producer that Ryan Reynolds has mm -hmm. on the movie, I don't think he would let someone come in and ruin the film. Because essentially, it seems like he's got a lot of pull yeah, he does. when it comes to the Deadpool flick. And he and Tim Miller got the... See, that's why it's like... It's so weird to me, because it seemed like the two of them had a really good time getting the first movie out there. Right. And especially over the length of time that it took to get the damn thing out there. Yeah. It it, it seems well, to me that, like, why <clears throat> wouldn't they be able to settle their differences to get the sequel on track? Well, until we actually see who the director is, we can't make judgment calls on some things. You know, they're just... He may... I mean, you know... And now, granted, don't get me wrong. Uh, Tim Miller was like a nobody before Deadpool. Yeah. He, the Deadpool was his debut feature film. So, 
<laughs> who's to say, you know, we need X director or Y director in, you know, the chair when a complete unknown can, you know, do the deed. Yeah. Um, in fact, maybe Deadpool might become the thing where it's like unknown director every time. Mm. You never know. Um, I do know that uh, somebody posted on, I think it was Twitter, they posted a picture of where it stops in the, the credits in the beginning and says some overpaid douche was the director. Right. And, and somebody made it a meme where it's now, it's like, now this makes way more sense. <laughs> <clears throat> so, yeah. I'll remain cautiously optimistic about the futures of Deadpool 2. I just thought, I think Deadpool it, it, in of itself was like kind of like lightning in a bottle. My stuntman is totally going to kick your ass. It's <laughs> <laughs> <As> an outtake. <laughs> that movie was great. Uh, Deadpool is great. Mm-hmm. God, I need to buy it. Yeah. I don't I haven't seen it since I saw it in theaters, but I saw Dude, it like 3 times in theaters. I I own it in digital and on disc. I just I haven't I haven't been buying movies lately. Mm. Uh, everything's either on Netflix or on Hulu. It's it's just Yeah, I had some Or you can rent it from the Redbox. I had some birthday money, so I was all like, I'm buying this. I've been just <clears throat> Catching up on movies that I've missed over the summer with like on demand shit. Mm. See, we're right now we're planning on figuring out how we're gonna go see Rogue One when it comes out. That's what well we're working on. Doctor Strange came out on yeah. Friday. Yeah, I need to see. That. And I think you and I should go see Doctor Strange and do a podcast. on Thursday and do a podcast if my wife will allow it. Because yeah. at midnight on Thursday, it technically becomes her birthday. Oh. So I don't know what she wants to do on Thursday night because I'm off Thursday night and Friday night. Friday night for her birthday proper, and Thursday night just because I'm usually off Thursday nights. Mm-hmm. But I propose that we go see Doctor Strange, and then cut a podcast at my place. Okay. I have to talk to my 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 significant other. You should do that. Should she, really she's do. asleep at the moment. And wow, we're on a podcast. Okay. <laughs> talk to her very sleepily. Like, hey, sweetie. Next week, I want to go see Doctor Strange. Have you met Josh. my wife? <laughs> do you, Do you like seeing me alive? <laughs> Stay asleep. If I can go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she'd totally kill me. And then, um, like, the one eye would shoot open. <laughs> laser beams. So, on the superhero movie front, Wonder Woman. Yes. Got another new trailer. Lots of new footage. But still kind of tells the same, you know... Action. Basic story. This movie has action. This movie has action. You know what? And it's World it, War One. Is it... Is it wrong that I get so much, like, fanboy joy out of her deflecting bullets with her <laughs> bracelets? I, I want to see some um, Lasso of Truth shit. I want to know if that's, like, a thing or if it's just some awesome magic lasso that does nothing about truthness. Oh, it's got to have... It's got to have the truth. I know. I'm hoping it does. It's got to. Yeah. She she's got it. She definitely has it. Mm-hmm. I want to see. Some, it's never gonna happen. I want to see some invisible jet. <laughs> well, it it looks like we're a little early in time for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, if we if we get there, Justice League. Mm-hmm. Zack Snyder. So I wouldn't put it. 
above Zack Snyder to find a way to put the, the invisible jet <laughs> in there. Yeah. If, if Zack Snyder is good at one thing, he is good at fan service. Yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> Is is there a toilet on the on the invisible jet? How does that work? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the episode of Family Guy? Yes. Where... <laughs> um, I'm on the toilet. I'm on the toilet right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's why I was. I even asked. <laughs> the whole thing. You were saying it while we were watching the trailer earlier, but the whole thing feels very Captain America y. Yeah, it seems like they're Captain America. It is a time piece, or mm-hmm. it's a period piece. It's World War Two. Is it two got, or one? You got Nazis. Well, there's Nazis. Yeah, but there but were, like, were Germans they? in World War One. But were they full blown Nazis at that point? I don't I don't believe think so. so. Yeah. The Nazis came from World War Two. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I think you're right. I, but I, th- I think, you know. German symbolism history though, buffs yeah. over here. Yeah. I think German symbolism though didn't change a whole lot between the two wars. Yeah, but I mean they still they had did they the have a swastika? On, yeah, there was definitely okay, I, a full-on swastika. Okay, on that I totally one missed. I totally missed lapel. that. Okay, okay. that's why I, I wasn't sure if it was World War One or World War Two because I didn't see that. But uh, you know, Chris Pine seems to be playing a crashed pilot. Yeah. who washes up on the shores of. Where is she from? Uh, um, Amazonia. Is it Amazonia? It may be. I'm such not a DC guy. Yeah, me neither. But uh, keep talking. I'll I'll double check. Well, in any case, and she's like, "Holy shit! There's a guy here," and he's like, "Yep, I am a guy," and uh, he tells them all about this great war that's happening, and she decides to go fight. You know, to save innocent lives, to protect the world, to be Wonder Woman. This raises too many questions for me already. Yeah. As I'm saying it, because I hadn't even thought about all this shit until I started speaking. But look, if she's going out and doing all this shit and fighting in World War II Mm -hmm. and being badass Wonder Woman and shit... By the time Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice happens, how does nobody fucking know about her? Yeah, that's a there's really good just thing. like that one picture in that newspaper clipping that Batman pulls up and he's like, "Hey, is this you?" <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, that's totally me." He's Dude. like, oh, "Okay, great, we need to talk. Come help us kill this thing." And she's like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> Dude, I'm reading through her thing here, and usually, like you know, things like that are highlighted, but it just says so far. Her home. Like, literally. Okay. I'm like, does it not have a name? Does is, Have they avoided naming this place ever? Wonder Woman! Yeah. If I find it, I'll, I'll say something. Yeah, great. <laughs> Thanks. Good research team. Yeah. Oh, man. We suck at podcast hosting. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. I mean, it just feels... It feels super Captain America-y to me. But with Wonder Woman in place of Captain America, and with actual Nazis in place of Hydra. Okay, so uh, what do you what do you got? So originally, oh yeah, in, there you go. In the original comics, it was like way back in the day of the Golden Era. It was called just Paradise Island, but at some point they changed it to Themyscira. 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 Remember, it's Greek, is, so it has weird. Which is home to the Amazons. Yes. And <laughs> uh, yeah. Her mother is Queen Hip 
Hippolyta. Queen Hippolyta. Okay. Uh, <laughs> You're making like yeah. Wonder Woman fans cringe right I'm, now. That's fine. Yeah, whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> I am not a Wonder Woman buff in, in any way. I just, I don't know. I'm Nor sorry. am I. I'm sorry. Wonder Woman was easily the best part of Batman v Superman, though. Yeah, she was. She did so. Right I want this to be the one. I want this because Suicide Squad. Uh, did I tell you I started watching Suicide Squad? Oh no. Uh, yeah, I fell asleep during Suicide Squad. Oh, did I you was, rent it? Huh? Did you rent it? The on-demand show. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, did not uh, did not. I mean, it's not that it was bad. Yeah. To, to, I just I haven't finished it. <laughs> to make DC fans even more sad about my lack of Wonder Woman knowledge, somehow I know more about Aquaman than Wonder Woman. See, I'm I'm out of the boat on that one. My I'm, my DC like <clears throat> comfort areas are like Batman, mm-hmm. and then to a lesser degree, Green Lantern and Flash. Yeah, I I know a bit about Flash. Yeah, like but that's, that's that's where my DC knowledge really. And really ends. I used to know a lot about Superman, but I haven't kept up in a long time. I I know my knowledge of Superman is limited to the Superman movies. Mm. Yeah, mostly the Christopher Reeves Superman movies. Yeah, and then all that shit gives me is Lex Luthor is a bad guy. And he then is. the next movie, Lex Luthor is a bad guy. And he then is. the next movie, Lex Luthor is. A bad wait, wait! One of those Lex Luthor isn't the bad guy. Uh, it's the one with Richard Pryor in it. That's Superman three. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's not the bad guy in that one. But uh, yeah, man. So Wonder Woman, I really want it to be the one though that makes me a believer. Yeah. Makes me a believer of DC's little <clears throat> fledgling cinematic so far, universe. So far, though, as far as DC's cinematic universe goes. Uh, the only thing I've really watched and been kind of okay with is the TV stuff. Yeah, but uh, that's not included. I that's, know. That's a different universe. It, it is, and that's what makes me sad so far is I see the ones on the TV and I'm going, the movies could be so good if somebody would actually pay attention to what the hell they're doing. You and Julia watch Supergirl, and I've never seen Supergirl. I've seen some of Supergirl. I hear Supergirl is shit. It's okay. It's okay? Yeah. What about... Arrow and Flash, neither of which I, I haven't watched. watched Arrow. You haven't watched Arrow. You've no. just watched Flash. Just the Flash. Okay, the well, Flash is good. Yeah, the Flash is good. You like Flash. So you far, would, you would recommend Flash. Uh, for as much as I've seen, I hadn't even finished season one yet. So uh. we watch it sporadically. When you know, when Julia is awake and off at the same time. I just, I'm so bad at TV. I finally caught up. On like I watched the rest of Daredevil and then yeah. I watched Luke Cage. Luke Cage was pretty damn good. Yeah. Have you watched Luke Cage yet? Dude, I haven't been watching any TV shit lately. Yeah, see, TV's just so much to. I, I'm I've I'm gotten to where I'm basically watching YouTube, at, and that's it. I'm just trying to watch myself complete some goddamn video games for once. <laughs> and I've been playing video games more lately than I have been watching TV too. I finally finished Tomb Raider. Yeah. So that I could justify buying Tomb Raider or Rise of the Tomb Raider. Right. And they had the twentieth anniversary edition on sale. I think it's still on sale right now. The sale ends soon though. Yeah. Uh it's like forty nine bucks for Tomb Raider or Rise of the Tomb Raider and all the DLC. It may be on sale till the fifteenth. Maybe. I'm I'm 
I'd have to go double check. I don't think it's a deal with gold. It's not? No. Oh, okay. It's been on sale for a hot minute. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I've been playing a lot of Minecraft because we're dusting up our, dusting off our our old Minecraft world and thinking about doing some Let's Plays. Yeah. And um, I've been playing, um, we played some uh, d- uh, Seven Days to Die. We did. We, and, we and, dipped our toes <clears throat> in the Seven Days to Die water. We need to play a little bit more of that because yeah, I want to start streaming. Yeah, I do too. Us playing that. You need to like figure out a way that you can get your Xbox here and your wife can still watch movies. We got we got an Xbox 360 and a PlayStation 3. She can watch TV in the bedroom. Oh, okay. So yeah, you need to like bring your Xbox over and we can fiddle with that. Yeah, yeah. Or we we'll just steal Nikki's from upstairs and bring it downstairs. We're we're taking this. <laughs> what are you doing? You still need to bring a TV. No, we we'll take your TV down too. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so we also got aside from the Wonder Woman trailer, we got a new lego batman trailer which looks hilarious every every new piece of like the lego batman movie it makes me want to watch it more and more mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was one of those that the first time i saw it i was like eh, that sounds neat and then i actually saw a trailer yeah yeah because i mean uh, the first piece of of thing i saw for it was just like you know the big batman logo done in, in legos right and it was just a still and i'm like okay Okay. <laughs> but apparently it takes place in the same universe as the Lego movie. Right. So it because he's in there too. Mm-hmm. You know, so that should be funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh lots of lots of focus on Robin in this trailer. <laughs> Specifically Robin's pants or his, lack thereof. His, his thighs. <laughs> his thighs and calves. I, I can't even look at you right now. Robin is uh, much more comfortable in his little speedo. <laughs> I, I can't even look. I, I'm I'm just I'm just looking at your eyes. I I, I can't even look at you right now. Uh, <laughs> and snake clowns. It's it's too bad you left your co- your costume at home. It's, you know. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> rip! Up, oh, you wore it under your clothes. Of course you did. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Love it. That's and Zach great. Galifianakis as the Joker is inspired. Uh, but uh, we don't get a lot out of him though. No, we don't. But the little scene in the trailer makes me hope that there's a lot of Batman Joker like <laughs> back and forth in the yeah. movie. Especially when you have two people like Will Arnett and Zach Galifianakis, who are just funny on their own, respectively. Oh, poor Will Arnett for uh, <laughs> for the Ninja Turtle movies. Do you feel... If I could drag up Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles out of the shadows again... Okay. Do you feel like Will Arnett's a wasted resource in those movies? Well, or, well you, you feel like he's basically playing his character out of... Uh, uh, Arrested, uh, Arrested Development. Yeah. yeah, he's basically playing that character. He, I wouldn't say he's wasted. I would say that, because he's good at that character. It's yeah. a good, it's a good character. It's a st- bumbling idiot. But as far as that movie goes, it may, maybe, maybe you know, it's still a good character though. So I mean, well, it works. I love his take on Batman. <laughs> is is it weird that Will Arnett? As Lego Batman is one of the best interpretations of Batman we've had on screen in the past uh, <laughs> 20 years. See, Julia went, because she apparently missed it. Julia went and bought, rented um, uh, The Dark Knight Rises. Okay? okay. She went and rented that. And while the movie is great, 
I get really tired of hearing Christian Bale. I get tired of hearing him doing the Batman voice really Gosh, quick. Uh, yeah, Christian Bale's Batman voice ah. never really sat well with me. The movies are good, <clears throat> but him his voice with it, it just... I don't really uh, care for the third movie. Yeah. I like Batman Begins, and I like The Dark Knight. Oh, I love The Dark he Knight. He does a great uh, Bruce Wayne. He does this weird thing in Batman Begins with his Batman voice. <clears throat> He was still in Batman Begins, I think, trying to find that Batman voice. Yeah. So he has this weird, like, squish-faced Marlon Brando thing going on, like, find Commissioner Gordon and tell him that we're going to rattle the cages. <laughs> like, <laughs> And then in The Dark Knight, he just completely evolves into, I am Batman, and this is how Batman talks all the time. Yeah, it, it's, and and it's not any better in the Dark Knight Rises. No, uh, yeah. By the end of the Dark Knight Rises, you're just like going, d- d- "How many more lines does he have?" <laughs> I, I think there's like a college humor Batman bit where it's Batman beating up Bane, and he's like, "I'm Batman," and Bane's like, "What? What? What did you say?" I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> like that sums up my entire like how I feel about Christian Bale's Batman voice. Why do you have the subtitles on? Because I can't understand a damn thing anybody says in this movie. Fucking a! I saw I saw the Dark Knight. It might as well be a foreign film. I saw the Dark Knight opening night in theaters, and uh, I remember at the end where. Batman and the Joker, it was right after the boat scene, right? Where they've got the two pe- the two boats and one remote will blow up the other, all that yeah, bullshit. Yeah. Okay. Where'd I get these And scars? so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's Batman and Joker and they're hanging there. And Batman leans in and he's like, This city just proved to you that it's full of people willing to do good. <laughs> like, and that whole part. I had no idea what the fuck he said while I was sitting in the theater. I was like, what the fuck? It, it took me rewatching it and rewatching it to be like, oh, okay, I gotcha. <laughs> like, this city just proved you wrong. Why did you just say that? <laughs> like, he's so out of breath and like laying the Batman voice on so thick. <sighs> yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty happy that Will Arnett is just going for a straightforward. I'm Batman. <laughs> yeah, I'm Batman. Very uh, very. What was the word I'm looking for? Gruff. No, very um, articulate. Articulate. Yes, that's good. <laughs> very coherent is a, is another. A good term to describe that. I love the animation on those Lego movies. Man, it is pretty top. Mm-hmm. Like, is it, and I've never really looked into the production aspects of it, but it is Lego stop motion with CG supplementation, from what I understand. I think some of it is supplementation. Or is it all done CG, just how they would build it with Legos? See, there is a program. In fact, it's based... From what I understand, it's based off of this new video game we're supposed to get sometime in the next century. Um, <clears throat> there is a program that can animate Legos. That's all it's for, is animating Legos. 
But I think that the character animation stuff is stop motion. See, and then I've seen scenes from the original, the Lego movie. Yeah. Broken down some of the between, like, animation frames. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're just so... So vastly... They're too complex. Yeah. For it... This this sounds really weird. But it's too legitimately plausible looking at them as still frames. Yeah. Uh, Specifically what I'm talking about is there's a scene where this guy is like zipping around building this big fucking ship. Right, right. right. Mm -hmm. But like the between animations where he's like zipping, it's all made of Lego bits. Like all the speed lines is all like Lego pieces. Like you could, you could... You could cheese that yeah. with CGI. You could just like because you don't see that shit, right, 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 with the naked eye running at twenty four frames per second. You don't see it, but when you break it down frame by frame, you see all the Lego bits that have been constructed to right. make that scene. So it makes me think that it is actually legitimately made of fucking Lego. Like I said, some of it is, and some of it is programmed. Right. Yeah, I, I know. Like the full scenes of things, mm-hmm. like you know. Like we saw the big Batman logo come up. That's not real. As as far as like how it built into the the frame, that's that's the program. But like characters, like where they're at, and like building things, where that some of that's not. Some of that's real stop motion. I really want to like. I really should look into the the behind the scenes of the Lego Movie because the whole thing, from an animation standpoint, is just fascinating. Yeah, it is. It's. Uh... Um, but. If you watch the video games, it's pretty amazing what the video games look like, Yeah, too. but, I mean, the video games are fully oh, yeah. rendered 3D computer animated graphics. Right. Likewise, a lot of their, like, straight-to-video, like, movie releases are also yeah. all just computer animated right. flicks. But still, though, with how good the games look, because they, they look like Lego pieces in the game, with how good the games look... You could get a little bit of both and really fudge it, and it would really nobody would notice. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just like, why yeah. would an animator? It seems like why would an animator waste their time rendering all these blocks to look like this when they could just animate it to look like that and not have the Lego block? You see what I mean? Like yeah. they could cut the corners, but, but they if they didn't. don't have to, so. Pride. Real, real, <laughs> real, or fake Legos? We'll let the comments decide. All none I, of them. I do know that in the uh, the original Lego movie that that all the scenes were built at some point because, like you know, uh, Will Ferrell's like standing over the real things and stuff in some spots. See, I haven't seen any of that. That's that's the stuff that I need to look into. Yeah, I want to see the real Lego shit. Yeah. <clears throat> But yeah, Plus, yeah, also Legos, just on their size, the whole thing makes it a, a little more fascinating because uh, you look at, say, the puppets <coughs> from like Tim Burton's stop motion movies, like mm-hmm. uh, the Corpse Bride. The Corpse Bride puppets are about like this tall. Are they twelve or eighteen inches? I don't think they're eighteen inches. Okay. Uh, and even even bigger are the puppets from Team America. Completely different puppets, marionette yeah, yeah. puppets. But puppets on screen 
usually seem smaller than they actually are in real life right, just right. because you know the perspective uh and the size of the sets everything looks relative everything looks as it should be so you imagine the puppets being much smaller than they actually are mm-hmm. to get that on screen like detail so then whenever you're when you have legos that are this tiny yeah are they really shooting with legos that tiny or are they like big scaled up legos to catch detail from, yeah from what i read some of the uh stop motion stuff that they did is shot with macro lenses god that's just like that's that's why i, I love you know the lego movie was all right it was an all right movie yeah i enjoyed <clears throat> it uh but i really really adore it from a production standpoint yeah it had a had a lot of work going to it it had to so likewise with the Lego Batman movie, even if the movie ends up sucking, it's still gonna look impressive. Yeah, it, and is. it does look impressive. Like, e- yeah, even the ad. All the impressive. bullshit that they think of like to do with the Legos in these movies is ridiculous. Yeah, it is. That shit makes me never want to <laughs> be like a massive Lego builder. You you've built with some Legos in your day. Yeah, I've built a lot of things. I I was I was uh. It's why I like Minecraft. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, Minecraft is like an infinite box of Legos. <laughs> oh, man. Well. While we're, while we're on the subject of animated movies. All right. All right. I, guess, <clears throat> uh, I guess we'll talk about Pixar and how they're, like, killing me, Brent. They're killing me. Yeah, yeah. Because... I hadn't seen The Good Dinosaur, and I hadn't seen Finding Dory, and I finally made the time to see both of them. And both of them made me cry like a fucking baby, all right? Yeah, yeah. And and I've kind of started to hate Pixar movies since Toy Story 3, because Toy Story 3 made me cry like a fucking baby like three different times really? in the span of one movie. It make, When you say these things in your movies I've seen... I, I I'm like do do I have no soul or heart? You Is have no soul or heart. No, because they don't, don't they don't the, they don't make me cry. Oh gosh, Toy Story three made me cry like a baby, dude. When he's giving away the toys <laughs> and he doesn't want to give away Woody, <laughs> but he's like take good care of Woody. I'm just like, and then he drives off to college without Woody. <laughs> you know what it was? I used it all up on Final Fantasy seven. Oh fuck off with all that. <laughs> But yeah, The Good Dinosaur has some legitimate feels in it, man. It was a completely different movie than I expected it to be, by the way. I never watched a whole lot of promotional material, like trailers and stuff for it, and then it came out, and it wasn't really talked about all that much. Uh, I guess it's like a Pixar, like, under-the-radar yeah. kind of <clears throat> release for them. But it was pretty decent. Yeah, I liked it. It had some moments in it that I didn't particularly care for. Like, okay, I'll just talk about it. Fuck. <laughs> but, like, most of the setting for the movie seems to be some kind of weird southern thing. So, like, the dinosaurs have southern accents. Like, and we live in Texas. Yeah, so, yeah. it's not something that I'm not used to. But whenever you have... What is that one one guy's name? The old Marlboro Man motherfucker. Oh, um, from like the Big Lebowski. 
Yeah. Okay, I can't think of his name, but I know who you're it's, talking about. Sam Cal- something. Yeah, Sam something's right, yeah. Oh, gosh. But he plays, like, a, a dinosaur, a T-Rex in the movie. Like, you know, typical old cowboy motherfucker. Well... Like... And it, and it's all like that. Like, the raptor... There's, like, velociraptors that come in at some point, and they're, like, hillbilly <laughs> velociraptors. Well, I mean... <laughs> like, it's all done in this, like, southern, you know, farm country, hmm. like accent feel and it's fucking dinosaurs well like if, 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 it's just not the first yeah I, voice direction th- i would have gone with th- this is a stretch because i mean you know okay you know, at the time of the dinosaurs we were closer to being more like the the continents were more like pangea thing going on mm. okay but a very large population of dinosaurs have been found in texas well, yeah. I, I'm, I'm just, that's a stretch. Though. That's, the, <laughs> yeah. that's a huge stretch. But I'm just saying, you know, that that was obviously a stylistic choice. Yeah. You know, from the onset. And it's like, I don't know. Maybe it's because I've grown up in Texas my whole life that I'm just kind of over, like, cowboy culture and all that shit. Dude, I, I grew up, I, I was born and grew up here, and I just was never into that. Just like, but I mean, where I grew up, People think of Texas as this, like he said, redneck kicker town bullshit. Where I grew up wasn't that. I grew up closer to a city, though, where we had right. like people that listened to rock and roll, and you know, we were there, most of my neighbors were you know, adult hippies. So yeah, I grew up. <laughs> uh, yeah, and likewise, I grew up in Houston yeah, as well. Mostly adult hippies, and you know. <laughs> uh, so then there's Finding Dory, and Finding Dory, I really wanted to love. Just because I absolutely love Finding Nemo, it might be my favorite Pixar uh, film. It's between that and Wall-E, man. Until I moved to Conroe, I'd never actually met someone that was full-on into that culture, the the hip cu- cu- the country culture. No, yeah, never met someone that was full-off into I, that. I, I did, but you know, I grew up. Where in Houston? I grew up all over the place in Houston. Oh, okay. A little bit of Cypress, a little bit of Katy. Oh, okay, and then See, whenever I was young, younger. I, I went out of Houston and I was in Magnolia and Tomball, uh, yeah. so I, I met the hardcore country. Yeah, until folk. I was ten, I I lived in Baytown, so I, that's all I ever knew was people listen to rock and eighties metal. <laughs> <laughs> finding Finding Dory, just on the whole, firstly, it's not as good as Finding Nemo. Well, yeah, I can see that. Uh, but it's got legitimate feels in there, man. Yeah, like fuck. Dory's kind of a depressing character. <laughs> in the second one? Because in the first one, she's she's got a, a good thing going. It's, well, it's no, fun, I know. mean, she, she... Ellen does a good job. You know? No, 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 absolutely. But, I mean, it's just her and... Uh, the first part, the prologue, really, of the movie is, like, setting up her life before meeting okay. Marlon. Okay. And... It's really just sad. It's, you know, because she has the short-term memory loss. Right, right. And so she's just fucking lost. Her whole life, she's just, like, <laughs> lost. Damn. It's really sad. And she can't remember why. She's just, over time, she's just like, yep, um, looking for... What were we talking about again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it's kind of like a really it, it gets depressing at points. It's like we were talking uh, about Tim Curry with the whole Rocky Horror Picture uh, Show thing and how sad it was to yeah. to watch him, you know, delivering his lines, you know, from the wheelchair and just a shadow of the Tim Curry that we knew and love 
from not only Rocky Horror, but all the other shit that we love him from. Clue. It. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> like, we all float down the air. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they're rebooting It, too. I'm, I'm not. We've already talked about yeah, that. Yeah, I know. But no, no, we're on Tim Curry, so I was just like, stop well, messing with Tim Curry's movies. Well, it's like, <laughs> you know, it was sad seeing him. It was like bittersweet yeah. seeing him in the Rocky Horror remake. Uh, you know, delivering his lines the way that he can. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same is true about like Finding Dory. Whenever she gets in a moment where she's totally fucked because she can't remember where she is, it's just like, oh my god, it's so sad, Brit. <laughs> she's never gonna get home, Brit. <laughs> if they try and uh, do a redo of Clue, you and I are taking a trip to whatever studio it is, and we're gonna slap some people. Uh, I think they could redo Clue tastefully. Do you think? To be real honest, uh, man. I'm, but I'm, Clue is such a great classic movie that I wish that they'd leave it the fuck alone. Yeah, it's like Beetlejuice. I never want them to like. Tim Burton's been kicking around the idea for a Beetlejuice sequel for ages. Yeah, I never want it. I never, ever, ever want him to touch Beetlejuice. Leave yeah. that fucker alone. See, so far, of all the board game movies that exist, Clue is the only one that's done it. Yeah, Clue's the only good one. Yeah, <laughs> Clue. I read something really weird. The other day, Clue, the board game, was actually based off of a book. I was like, <clears throat> really? Oh. It was not a very popular book. That, that burp was based off of a plate of ribs. Mm. But yeah, <laughs> the, there was like a short... I say a book. It was a short story. There was a short story written, and then someone said, that's a damn good guy idea for a board game. The short story never got popular, but the board game did. I think I... Uh, I guess I was watching Drunk History. Yeah. And I was... <laughs> Uh, learning all about how board games came to be. That's a, that's a whole other conversation. Okay, okay. <laughs> Dude, I want to start a channel where we play board games. So that would be fun. I think so. I can get behind that. I've seen a couple other channels get something kind of like that, but um, I think we could do it better. Uh, not only could we do it better, but you have like the craziest living room full of content just sitting there. <laughs> you have the most insane collection of board games I have ever seen in my entire life. I can I've honest- never seen anybody with as many board games as you. I can honestly and say as many different versions of the same fucking <laughs> game too. I can honestly say I prefer board games over video games. It's the cleaning up after them that I don't like, but. You can't quite get the same dynamic out of a board game that you do out of a video game. Well, see, and and here I'm, I've become more and more reclusive in my life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so now I'm like yearning for these good single player experiences. Yeah. yeah. Single player board games, Brent. <laughs> like, come on. That doesn't exist. <laughs> exactly. You got solitaire. Solitaire. <laughs> yeah. You got solitaire, uh, there, and you can play cribbage or there checkers is a, and chess uh, against them. You can play any of them against AI, but I there mean, is a uh, uh, who wants to do that? Yeah, there is a uh, uh, single player version of one of the card game, one of the like Yu Gi Oh style card games. I don't think it's Yu Gi Oh, but one of those has a single player that you can do that they show you how to play online. I'm like going, that must this, be really sad. This is not <laughs> like podcast worthy or podcast material, but. Did you know that Margie, uh, Mar, Margio, <laughs> Mario, <laughs> fucking Yu-Gi-Oh, God damn it! Did you know that Mario gave up Yu-Gi-Oh? What? Mario sold all of his Yu-Gi-Oh shit. What? Why? Sold every card he had. 
Wow. Our friend Mario is huge into Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, really huge. Like, uh, like he would just talk to you about that and never stop. He parted ways with Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm, wow. I'm like, you know. What's he doing now? <laughs> no, he's, he's, you know, catching up on his PlayStation. He got a PlayStation 4 now. Oh, okay. So, he's spending some more quality time with some video games. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it may, it, but it, somebody mentioned that there was a single player version of one of those. Basically, I, I don't, I don't like to call like it that a I, like a tabletop card game. Yeah, tabletop card game, and I'm going, you know, considering how n- lonely and nerdy even playing that with someone is, it must be really sad to play it by yourself. You know what though? I mean, it, I know. Would it be because th- there's that hand of fate game on Xbox that I really enjoyed playing? Yeah, that's kind of fun. Yeah. But it's not really you're playing against a, a computer game in that, you know. Kind, yeah, kind so, of. So I mean, and that's not the same because I play, uh, that I play like Magic: The Gathering against the computer game, you know. And I, I've played a couple of online games of it. Well, but, it, but it's that whole I collect card games and I can't find anybody else to play them with. That must be really annoyingly sad. Well, next week on the podcast or next time on the podcast, we'll uh, we'll get into some more of that. Um, Cards Against Humanity. Yes. I want to film that, too. Yeah, we definitely need to get some Cards Against Humanity going. Um, well, I'm, I'm not saying it's it's sad to play nerd games. I love playing nerd games. I'm saying it's sad to play them by yourself because you can't find anybody to play them with. <laughs> uh, we have the internet, for goodness sake. Go find somebody to play it with. How many different... I'm just going to, like... Start rattling off questions about your board game collection. Okay. How many different versions of Monopoly do you own? I believe I own five. Good lord. What five Monopolies? Could, okay, I'm going to guess. You you own a standard Monopoly. Um, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> I like how the regular-ass Monopoly is a maybe. <laughs> uh, a deluxe edition of Monopoly? No. Okay, uh, the electronic banking no, version of Monopoly? No, no you don't no. even have... Okay, uh, Star Wars Monopoly is a given. I have two given. Star Wars You have Monopolies. two different Star Wars... No, are two, they two different? They're two different Star, Star Wars. Yeah. So explain the two. Okay, one of them is an, an original uh, Star Wars ser- uh, trilogy thing that's like got little pewter characters. and okay. It's basically a basic mar- a Monopoly board just with Star Wars names on it. Okay. And pewter characters that look like the characters. And then... The Circa, uh, like, what? Original trilogy. No, yeah, oh. but I mean, as far as the board game release itself goes. Like, is it something that you've had since you were younger, or... When they released the uh, redone versions of them in the 90s, the first okay. time, it, it, we bought it around then. Okay. It looks pretty beat up. So too. whenever they first lumped them together in that yeah. VHS set. Yeah, with the re... With no, the retitles. No, I think Where it was, was actually a on New Hope, and then the first time on DVD. Okay, so yeah. after so after the VHS is yeah came out yeah I think it's from the first time they released on I think I'm it it could be older okay. I'm not sure but yeah um then I have another one that's like all encompassing Star Wars like so like all of Star Wars yeah all of Star prequel Wars prequel trilogy mm-hmm. and is, it's, is it current enough to contain the Force Awakens no 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 okay no, no. um. But it um, has it has even better little hand painted pewter characters. Okay. 
and with like little plastic bases and then it's got like this whole thing that it sits in that has all these nice little slots where the cards can sit inside of and it's got like a deluxe everything it's like a super deluxe version okay so you've got two confirmed versions of star wars Monopoly. Yes, yes, yes as a kid because i am a fucking nerd for my hometown i had a houston edition monopoly so do you have a houston edition monopoly? no i do not no okay no, no texan editions so, so what other um actually actually on my houston edition monopoly it was still the oilers <laughs> wow yeah um <laughs> the other the others i have to go look at but i think i've got a uh i know they've got that one that's uh monopoly city okay yeah and, and then um i don't remember what the other two are I'd have to go look. Okay, I also know that you have more than one version of... Risk. Why would anybody have more than one version of it but Risk? I love Risk. How many versions of Risk do you have? I have Lord of the Rings. (laughs) I have an all-encompassing... I think it's Star Wars. Is it Star Wars? Yeah, I think it's a Star Wars. Then I have... um, Let's see. uh, A newer standard edition. A newer version of the standard... An old... Standard edition. Uh, I'm trying to think of what. Speaking of games that you have newer versions of, you have a relatively new version of Clue too. Yeah, uh, my old version of Clue kind of gave out, so I had to get a new <laughs> one. We played a lot of Clue. Um, there's, in, I, I, they're in there, and I'd have to get up and go look at all of them because I can't even remember what all of them are. You play so many board games that like I never played as a kid. Because as a kid, we See, had pretty simple, like, dice and pawn board games. We mm-hmm. had Parcheesi. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Um, you know what's funny is I've, I think I've got a... In Trivial Pursuit. Yeah. I've, I think that was really the, the extent of our board game collection. And then, of course, we had, like, Checkers, Chess, and Cribbage. <laughs> Nobody plays Cribbage. Man, fuck you. Cribbage, <laughs> cribbage is great. I'll be the only 28-year-old on the planet that plays Cribbage, all right? Nobody really plays that game. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, I've got some board games that, that I don't have them anymore, but I used to have a bunch of board games that they just don't make anymore, and I really want some of them back. There's a game called Hotels. Um, I can find it online for like 180 bucks, <laughs> and some of those are incomplete. What, what is your favorite board game? Huh. Dude, that would be it. That's a hard call. I, I was re- when I had hotels, I was really into that game. That game was great. I would play that all the time. Um, Did I, you ever have the Jumanji board game? No, I didn't. The Jumanji board game sucked. Yeah, that's what I heard. I had it as a kid. It was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, they had like a deluxe edition of the Jumanji board game, and the only reason anybody even owned it is because it did the cool fold out thing. <laughs> uh, but it was a piece of crap. I'm. Um, I don't know. I, I've got also some games that aren't really board games, but more like tabletop games where you have to build a map yeah. and stuff, you know, with the with the pieces. And I've got a couple of those. I've got, um, you know, the traditional kid games, you know, like shoots and ladders and popomatic trouble and shit like that. You got. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a quick walk. Okay. To your living room, real quick, because you happen to have all the board games out. Yeah, because we're we're trying to find a new spot for them because they were in a horrible space. Oh, I've got a couple of versions of Trivial Pursuit. Um, man, I I got tons of games. <clears throat> he's he's perusing as we speak. Oh yeah, that's the other one, Halo Wars. Okay, it's pretty good too. 
It's got little mini games that you can play. Got a mouse trap. Yeah, sort of. My son has lost a lot of that. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Well enough. Yeah. Trivial One of them's Disney. Yeah, I saw that. I would lose so bad at the Disney Trivial Pursuit. Maybe not, though. Well, it's also like pre-80s Trivial Pursuit Disney. Oh, gosh, then yeah, maybe I'd be terrible at that. Yeah, it, it, well, not say pre-80s. It comes from the beginning of Disney history all the way up to like 1985-ish, 1980, yeah, 85-89. Those, those do look like... Older copies of Trivial Pursuit. Yeah, because uh, I can't even play half those Trivial Pursuits because I'm just like, I, I don't know when when was Garfield the, the <laughs> president born? I and I don't know. <laughs> Trivial Pursuit as a kid was the game that I always loved to play and was always terrible at just because I didn't know shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm right there with you. It was like I would get the arts and entertainment pie slice. Yeah. <laughs> and occasionally the science pie slice. I would get lucky sometimes and get, you know, uh, science, entertainment. It depends upon all, which one it was, too. Oh, we've got a Star Wars DVD trivia pursuit in there that I can do pretty okay at. Good Lord. How, how many different... How many... Okay. So how many different board games... Do you have a Star Wars version of? <laughs> I really don't know. Because I saw in there your Star Wars Monopoly. Yeah. You have actually a Star Wars Episode One Monopoly, too. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then there was the Star Wars Risk. Okay, yeah, yeah. And a Halo Risk. That's <laughs> Where do you even pick up a Halo Risk? Hastings. <laughs> Hastings. <laughs> and then you have all the, like, card games that I'd never gotten into like categories and uh, like Cranium. Yeah. Cranium's I, pretty okay. I, I've never I've never once played either our, of those games. Our Cranium needs some new Play-Doh in it or or you can't play it, but um What the, what is I've never played Cranium. What's the Play-Doh for? <laughs> it's it's like a Dude, okay, so <laughs> it's it's really hard to explain just straight out, but you have basically four categories of things. Mm-hmm. Is it four categories? But yeah, one you have to draw stuff, one you have to use clay, and it's 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 crazy. Gotcha. Yeah, um, it's been a long time since I played it because um, it, it you have to have four people. And games that require uh, uh, Play-Doh, you also have Mousetrap. <laughs> Mousetrap doesn't take Play-Doh for the for the little. For the little dudes, it doesn't take a... Mm-mm. What am I thinking of? I don't know. I'm thinking of... Uh, I'm thinking of that, that fucking bug game. Do you remember that bug game? Maybe. So you're like little bugs? Uh-huh. It's something that you make the pieces that you move Okay. out of Play-Doh. You shove hmm. them into a little mold, and then you can like land on a space that you know somebody else can splat you on 
And oh. so you just become this little splat. That may actually thing. just be called splat. It might just be called splat. Yeah. It's been a while. I remember. I also remember this other game from whenever I was a kid. That <laughs> inevitably the, the playing pieces became horrible and awful to handle. But uh, it was some kind of like iguana or chameleon. I, I think the name of the game was called Lickin' Lizards or some <laughs> shit. Yeah. But you had like the playing mat or the playing board. And you had like little pogs, basically, mm-hmm. that had flies on them scattered about. And you had the lizards that you basically held in your hand like a gun, kind yeah. of. Uh, and it had... Have you ever had the, like, out of the quarter machine, like, the, the stretchy, hand. like, sticky hands? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it had, like, basically tongues that were like that. Yeah. And just, like, fling them at the board. I've played and, that like, game at a party before. Yeah. I've played that at a party before. <laughs> so, inevitably, those lizard tongues just ended up getting, like, carpet dirt and crumbs yeah, and yeah. all that shit to where they were basically unusable. Unusable, yeah. Yeah. I, I owned a lot of games like that where that basically you ruined the game after a while. Whoa! I was not expecting that timer to make any noise, especially the most annoying noise you could find, evidently. <laughs> that was for something else, and I forgot to change the sound. Well, I guess that's going to wrap it up for the Brain Old Geekage podcast, episode 39. I'm going to go home and play some Rise of the Tomb Raider. Oh, I, I do want to say this. Uh... So I played through Tomb Raider, right? Right, right. And Tomb Raider was built on last generation hardware. Right, right. And uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider is a current gen Tomb Raider title proper. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it looks so goddamn good. Yeah. It's so pretty. And you've had your face shoved in an old gen game for a while, so. Yeah, like, and, you know, I've been playing the remastered version on Xbox yeah. One, but it's still, you know that same game mm-hmm. just they've upscaled the res you know it's running at a it, faster frame rate it's funny because i've been playing in, uh, I, i've played and finished um uh legend of the Le- Le- legend of monkey island oh yeah and um if you hit a button it takes you back to the original 8-bit version oh nice yeah and it's like wow how how far we have come <laughs> it's really bad <laughs> <laughs> but um so yeah man rise of the tomb raider the graphics just look really top yeah i've only played the first 10 minutes of the game but it's fucking beautiful yeah that's gonna wrap it up for this episode of the brain old geekage podcast don't forget guys you can get us on itunes you can find us at facebook.com slash brain leakage or we're on twitter at brain underscore leakage don't forget to like share comment subscribe all that good bullshit stay tuned to our facebook feed for anything new going on for brain leakage my name is joshua cox i'm brenton Dill. roll that beautiful bean footage i'm not batman i said brain <laughs> <laughs> brain